approached it from the road. Even though I knew this, I couldn't shake the feeling it had just arrived through some kind of black magic. And now Grizzly was sending me right over to it. Uh, sure, mister. My brain did overtime in that short walk from the station to the house, and by the time I got there, I still had no plan. I cast a glance over my shoulder to see Grizzly stood by his truck, watching and waiting. I pushed open the squeaky little gate to the front yard and approached the door. It was painted blue and all peeling off. Drapes pulled across dusty windows. All in all, it didn't look too friendly. I was wondering if I could disappear around the back of the house and let them all figure it out for themselves when the door ripped open. An old guy, skinny as a rail and with more hair on his warts than on his head, greeted me. What you want? He scowled and spat in the dust. Before I could reply, he looked over and saw Grizzly waiting. Grizzly raised his arm, you wouldn't call it a wave, and walked behind his truck. The old guy turned his beady stare onto me. We ain't open yet, he snapped, though he slammed the door behind him and set off across the road. I caught sight of a worn old chicken coop in the corner of the yard. I took a look around. The ground was thick enough with bird shit, but there was no sign of live chickens. With a quick glance to make sure the old guy wasn't watching, I stooped and put my hand inside the box. My fingers scrabbled among the hay and grass until, right at the back, I felt them. Two smooth, beautiful, sweet little eggs for my breakfast. With a quick apology to the invisible chickens, I withdrew my hand. Now all I had to do was figure out how the hell to eat them. Over on the forecourt, Grizzly was inside paying for gas. He'd left the door to his cab open. Looked awful dark in there, but it was too damn bright out on the road. This was the smallest of all the trucks in the station, and it was easy to climb up and over the seats and slip into the back. I lifted a bottle of water from the dash as I went. My throat was drier than the heart of a haystack. It was pretty gloomy in the back. A stash of boxes were tied in at the sides with some old gray rope, but there was room enough for me, my rucksack, and my two eggs. At first, I didn't know what to do with them, and then I remembered a movie where this guy just ate them raw, so that's what I did. Cracked them on my teeth and swallowed them. Made me gag some, but that was okay. Washed them down with Grizzly's water and scanned the cargo in hope of more food. I used the claw of the hammer to rip a box open. It was full of toasters. I took one out and shoved it in my bag, figuring I'd sell it later. I was shaping up to be a pretty fast learner. The truck shifted its weight, and I knew Grizzly was back. I held my breath, scared he might sense me skulking in the back there. His door slammed shut, and the engine growled into life. The worst thought came to me. What if he was going back the way I just came? The truck lurched forwards, and I grabbed the rope to steady myself. God, Jesus, please, please don't let him turn left. When I felt the world tip to the right, I near enough cried with relief. We rumbled on down that road, further from home, my body shaking along with all those boxes, feeling I was finally getting somewhere. Seemed like we'd been going for days when he decided to stop. A suffocating kind of heat had built up. 
I was soaked with sweat and desperate for air. Deep red lines scored my hands where they'd been holding the rope. It hurt to ease out my cramped fingers. When I heard his door go, I climbed up and peeked through the curtain dividing the cab from the truck. I was amazed to see it was still light. I looked out the window and saw dozens of people around the parking lot. Looked like we'd stopped at another service station. It was starting to feel like the whole wide world was made of nothing but road and gas stations. I scrambled over the ledge and was reaching back round from a bag when the driver door opened. There was just enough time for my heart to plummet before I was dragged backwards out the truck and slammed up against the side of it. There's one thing I can't stand, it's a sneaking little thief. He had my shirt all scrunched up under my chin. His breath was hot on my face. Please, mister, I ain't no thief. Please, let me go. His eyes narrowed and he lowered his head.